This Seattle Medium podcast is sponsored by the Port of Seattle. Hi, my name is Mian Rice, the Diversity and Contracting Director for the Port of Seattle. As a public agency, the Port of Seattle serves the community and our investments should benefit everyone who lives and works here. The Port is committed to equity, diversity, and inclusion and to leveling the playing field. That means continuing to open doors to contracting opportunities to all, especially women and minority-owned and disadvantaged businesses. How can you participate? List your business in Vendor Connect, a database of contractors. Attend PortGen workshops to learn how to do business with the port. Learn more about contracting opportunities at portseattle.org. For more information on operating a concessions at Seattle Tacoma International Airport, visit lease.seataxshops.com. Resident City Councilman Ed Prince was recently elected to the board of the Association of Washington Cities as he adds another plank to his sphere of influence here in the state of Washington. And with this morning to talk about the Association of Washington Cities and his new role is Ed Prince. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Chris. How are you? I'm doing well. And yourself? Hey, as always, it's Friday. Who can be upset on a Friday? <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> Ed, first of all, uh, many people uh, know you as either the Executive Director of the Washington State Commission on African American Affairs or as a sitting council member for the city of Renton, but many people may not be or may not know the true extent of the organization that you are a part of, uh, including uh, the Board of Sound Transit, the King County Regional Homeless Authority, and now the Association of Washington Cities. Yeah, I uh, I don't sleep, Chris. Is what basically what you're telling everybody. Um, <laughs> but but honestly, I feel like to uh, who much is given, much is expected, and it's just another another way of giving back to the community. I mean, there are important issues going on everywhere, and the work that you know we do with Sound Transit, trying to make sure that there's transit equity across uh, the region. Uh, the work with the homeless authority, trying to make sure that we get people housed securely. Um, and, and now AWC trying to make sure that we are representing the interest of residents and cities across the state, um, all very important. Right. And, uh, Ed, let's talk a little about the organization, uh, and let's start off with, you know, the role of the organization. So the Association of Washington Cities represents the 281 cities and towns in the state of Washington, um, and... They do a lot of educational stuff. Uh, they offer a certificate of municipal leadership and an advanced certificate of municipal leadership for council members and mayors. They do all sorts of trainings, um, even to the effect of having for smaller cities and towns um, an insurance pool or risk management pool. Um, it's really a resource for cities. Um, that for a resource for cities that need help, and then a um, trying to find the right word this morning, and then an advocacy arm uh, for cities with the state legislature, trying to make sure that we don't have 281 cities just doing their own thing. All right, and then as a board member, you know what are the same some of the things that you are tasked with uh, and or hope to address. 
Well, as a board member, really it's about making sure uh, well, AWC is broken out into districts, and then they have at-large seats. The role of the at-large seats was the seat I'm in. I'm in the at-large one western seat for cities over 5,000 people. Making sure, one, we're doing what we can to communicate with the elected officials in the area to find out what's going on in their communities. And two, again, really it is working to make sure that good stuff goes through in the legislature and that we kind of stop some of the uh, the silly stuff. Right. And, and let's talk about that a little bit because certainly, you know, people don't really – um, look at the connection between the local cities and the state legislature uh, and how that functions. They really don't draw the connection for some of the importance of really um, having issues and things that go to the state legislature. Like you said, um, stuff that makes sense as opposed to some silly stuff um, that people might try and push your legislature. But, you know, when you have a body like this, they can come together and say, hey, you know, this is going to impact us and our residents in a negative way and kind of have that functionality where you're able to talk to uh, the legislatures uh, down there in Olympia uh, really seems like it makes a big difference. And it's probably vitally important to uh, the sustainability and growth, not only of the region, but the individual cities. Oh, Chris, it's so important. I think because I, I look at it this way. If you are a small city in town and you go and you say something uh, you go to Olympia and you testify, your voice will be heard, but it's not magnified by the same effect as it is when all 281 of us are down there in the in the legislature or our government affairs team is down there saying, hey, we represent these 281 cities. Um, all, just a side note, um, I also sit on the AWC Legislative Policies Committee um, and that is a really intensive, exhaustive look at issues that are going to impact cities, impact residents. And we go through a month-long kind of priority setting, and then we take that to the board. And the uh, board uh, passes it, amends it, does what it needs to do. But just being able to amplify the voice of cities, I don't want to call it any particular city that's small, but it just, I think it helps us all. Right. I, I mean, I, I'll say this. I feel the same way when I look at things in the African-American community. It's great when we get all the individuals to come out and say something, but it's even better when we can magnify our voice and amplify our voice and um, have it heard uh, threefold, fivefold, tenfold. Right. And it, let's talk a little bit about some your involvement with the organization prior to your election on the board. So I know you just said you um, sit on one of the committees, but I know you had some other involvement um, with this organization. Can you kind of talk a little bit about uh, your involvement and the work uh, that you've been doing with them and just kind of like the importance that is as it relates not only to um, having some influence as far as cities go, but also when it comes to underserved communities um, throughout the region and the state as well. Well, one of the things that we started earlier this year, um, it was after really after we got our our new CEO, um, who I'm really good friends with, who used to be the executive director of the Sound City Association, 
uh, where I'm a past president, is we started a diversity, equity, and inclusion and belonging cabinet um, and really trying to help, again, smaller cities and other cities because there are still large cities that have issues with issues of diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging, trying to be a resource for them to ensure that we can share best practices and things like that. I've also served on our uh, statement of policy committee, which is basically the what are the core set of values for the organization and what do we value and, and how are we going to operate um, as an organization. And this is, I think, my third time serving on the legislative priorities committee. And to me, I think, again, it's just important. And I feel for myself as a black man, doubly important to make sure that um, the perspective of uh, black folks, black elected, black residents um, are heard as well. And, um, and, you know, most people tend to believe that cities across the state act independently. However, uh, there are a number of organizations that you belong to, including this one, um, as you kind of referred to, that shows that cities do work together uh, to a certain extent uh, in one way or another. Um, even outside of this, um, you know, statewide approach that you guys have, you know, how important and critical is it for, you know, cities that are basically um, – right, adjacent to each other to kind of work together and look at things. I mean, you talk about uh, the homeless issue, um, and that seems to be spreading, you know, throughout the county, uh, you know, city by city that all cities are kind of dealing with. Um, And certainly as one city makes a decision on how they're going to handle it, it impacts, you know, cities adjacent to them. But certainly, can you kind of talk about the uh, importance and, and how cities actually work together more than people may realize? Well, I mean, here's the thing, Chris. I think cities have borders. The issues that cities deal with don't have borders. So you can have, like you brought up homelessness. You know, Renton can do something um, on the homelessness issue, but that doesn't mean it's not going to affect Tukwila, Kent, you know, uh, South Seattle. And so it's important that Number one, no city is an island unto themselves. Uh, number two, it's important that we try to work together because it's easier to solve issues collectively when you're working together than when you're trying to go it alone. Like, you know, you know, cities shouldn't be like uh, Trump where he's like, I alone can fix it. Like, it has to be a thing where we're doing a collective to try to solve the issues, you know. Um, had plenty of conversations with the Homelessness Authority, with Mayor Harrell, on what we can do um, and to help Seattle and help the region on the issue. So we have to be able to work together. Right. And, and before I let you go, uh, you know, you talked about uh, DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Um, and I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you um you know, with some of the rulings that are coming down from the Supreme Court, particularly as it relates to affirmative action uh, and college admission, know that doesn't directly relate to this. But when you talk about the climate and the atmosphere uh, that seems to be taking place in America right now uh, with what the courts are doing, you know, 
how, how does that impact um, what various cities, uh, municipalities are, are doing or able to do or rethinking, uh, you know, what they're going to do in terms of uh, DEI? And I know we've had a lot of emphasis on DEI, especially here in the last um, three years or so. But how do you see that um, perpetuating moving forward? Well, I will say this. With some of the rulings that have come down, um, it's been, I'd say, almost relatively soon. Um, I've not heard a ton of conversation amongst cities, but it's also summer, and, and there's been time where cities haven't been meeting. Um, but I will say for myself personally, it feels like the Supreme Court's in the I Got Mine era you try to do what you can the best that you can to get yours. Um, and I don't think that's very helpful um, in any aspect. You know, we're all in this together. And um, without saying anything pejorative about any certain Supreme Court justices, um, I think some of their results, some of their decisions lately have been shameful. Wow. Well, Ed, um, Number one, I want to thank you for joining us on today's show and carving out some time for someone. I know you got a very busy schedule. Number two, congratulations on your election to the board, um, to the Association of Washington Cities, and I want to wish you much continued success uh, in all of your endeavors, including uh, as the executive director of the Commission on African American Affairs, um, and also uh, in your position with the Renton City Council. I appreciate you, brother.